So, you guys, this is the Baldism Sunday Sesh. Uh, I am C.D. Domitio, and I'm going to be joined in momentarily by our friend Delta Rat 1369 And the purpose of the Baldism Sunday Sesh is just to talk about baldest things, you know? And what is a baldest thing? Well, there's all kinds of stuff that's baldest. Um, but mainly it comes down to... Okay, so it comes down to Bald Jesus. <laughs> is this is this character that doesn't have hair, long, flowing, beautiful locks, like, you know, the traditional Jesus. Uh, and he has one rule that you need to follow, and that's don't be a dick. Follow it as best you can. We're all dicks sometimes. And that's it. And then, you know, everything else is sort of feel it as we go but uh let's see if we can get you talking here delta rat how are you so anyway the thing that i came prepared to talk about today in case uh in case nobody came and had other topics and and that is baldism and other religions like first of all i want to say like this came up last week you don't have to be bald to be a baldist it's about bald jesus it's about jesus you know having no hair rather than about you being bald. If you want to shave your head, great. If you want to wear a bathrobe and that makes you feel like more of a baldist, that's great too. If you want to walk around with a bald Jesus t-shirt, hey, super. But none of that stuff is necessary. The only rule is don't be a dick. And the only person who can tell you when you're being a dick is you. You know, if you're leaving your shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot, I mean, I would say that's kind of being a dick. Um, Maybe just being lazy. You know, I've done it before and I try not to. Okay, Delta Rat, let's see if we can hear you now. All right, so you determine whether you're a dick, but there is a place for all kinds of other stuff in baldism. And, you know, I've had people ask me, they're like, well, you know, I'm like a Christian and, you know, I don't believe in doing other religions. Like, there's nothing stopping you from being a Christian and being a baldist. There's nothing stopping you from being a Buddhist and being a baldist or a Taoist and being a baldist or a Muslim and being a baldist or whatever. You can be all those things. The only rule is don't be a dick. So if you're a dick Christian, then you're not being a baldist. <laughs> if you're a dick Muslim, you're not being a baldist. If you're a dick Jewish person or a, or a dick Cheney, uh, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not being a baldist. And that's it. But there's so much value in all of that other stuff. You know, like Buddhism in meditation. Like right now I'm on this uh, Vipassana journey where I'm going to be going to a 10-day silent retreat. Nobody's going to hear me talk for 10 days because I'm not going to talk for 10 days. And I'm going to meditate far too many hours every day, it feels like, and be completely disconnected from technology for 10 days, from everything. And that is something really valuable. I'm scared shitless. You know, I'm going to... I'm going to do my best to like meditate on not being a dick and ways that I cannot be a dick to myself and ways that I cannot be a dick to other people and ways that I cannot be a dick to the planet or the things that live here. Cause you know, I am, I'm human. We are, we do, but the, the point is there's all this like really, really good information from a bunch of different religions there. It's there. It's there for the taking, you know. It, the the problem is getting the gold without getting the the shit that's attached to it. Because there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of dick stuff attached to a lot of religions, you know. And and if you can sift through it, 
and find the valuable stuff. Find the shit and identify the Shinola. Because the difference between shit and Shinola is, well, you want to rub one on your shoes and the other one you don't. That's an old reference to the movie The Jerk, by the way. Uh, I don't use Shinola myself. Jeez, uh, Delta Rat, I see you talking. I wish I could get you up here, man. Um, by the way, last last week there was that uh, there was that section where you said I buy Bitcoin. I used that three or four times. I think I'm going to continue to use that because it's just so great. You know, you were just like, I think you'd just taken a an inhalation or something. You were like, I buy Bitcoin, <laughs> and I loved it. You know, um, so. The other thing I, I sort of wanted to bring today, well, I wanted to bring conversation, but uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's going to work. So the other thing I wanted to bring today was just a few instances of when you you might, and again, you have to decide when you might be being a dick. So, you know, if you go to the grocery store and you're in a big hurry, and so you cut in the line in front of somebody else that's been standing there waiting, well, that might be a dick move because respecting the personal space and time of other people's is a pretty fundamental aspect of not being a dick. We're all in a hurry in, in this world, but if we practice some patience and consideration, it goes a long way. Here's another one I, I did yesterday. Yesterday I went and got a cup of coffee at Starbucks, which isn't my favorite place, but we don't have tons of options. And, uh, there was this guy there talking on his cell phone, and he was just talking so loud, like he wanted everybody to hear. So if you're talking loud on your cell phone, you might be being a dick. It's something to be aware of. You know, we've all been in these situations where we're forced to have a conversation in public, but you don't have to make it extra loud, and maybe you can step away into the parking lot or something if you need to talk to somebody. Um, another thing, this is a personal pet peeve, but... Uh, if you borrow things from someone, a book, an umbrella, some tool, and you don't return it, that's a dick move. So being responsible, considerate, it's a key aspect of not being a dick. I'm just trying to help you guys here. You have to make your own decisions. I think we all know these, and hopefully uh, maybe we should do it in the in the Jeff Foxworthy way. You know, If you're constantly interrupting others when they speak, well, then you might be a dick. <laughs> Because listening is a skill that requires patience. And if we give other people the courtesy of expressing themselves without constant interruptions, well, we're not being dicks. You know, if uh, if you refuse to say please and thank you, you don't have to say it to chat GPT or AI. But, you know, some of us do anyway, um, because we saw that cartoon that said, you know, we're going to let this one live because he always was polite. Yeah. So if you're if you just don't use those those words. You know, you're not using basic manners to po- foster positive interactions. Well, then forgetting your power of politeness, you might be a dick. <laughs> if you're constantly one upping everyone in a conversation, like, you know, if someone says, oh, hey, I uh, I scratched off a, a lottery card and I won three dollars today. And your answer to that isn't congratulations. That's awesome. But instead, it's like I scratched one the other day and I got twenty dollars. Well, you might be being a dick if you're constantly one-upping other people in conversation. And along the same lines, those same people tend to be the ones that criticize everything and never offer solutions. 
Like, this is just, you know, I'm just helping with some some basic dick moves that I've seen in my life that I've personally experienced and sometimes that I've personally done. But I know people who constantly can tell you what's wrong with everything without giving you any solution. And those people generally, I would say, are being dicks. You know, same thing for the gossips. You know, if 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 you're gossiping, you're damaging your own relationships and you're reflecting poorly on yourself. You know, strive for some honesty and integrity. You don't have to be a dick. You can respect personal boundaries. You can respect, you know, ideas. And whether it's physical or emotional, you know, be aware of what other people's boundaries are. Be mindful. Create a space where, you know, everyone can feel safe around you. That's a beautiful thing. So that concludes this uh, edition of You Might Be a Dick If. But I don't think you guys are dicks, right? Most of you. I think most people in general are not dicks. We're, we're actually pretty good and considerate and kind. And generally, even though we live in this world that like drives us all to, you know, be stressed out and in a hurry and in a rush, generally people are pretty damn good. That's what my experience is anyway. But the thing is, dicks always stand out. Yeah, <laughs> they poke out. <laughs> so, so there's that. That's that's about all I have in in terms of uh, you know what what Ski called uh, my sermon last time, and uh, that's that's it. And and again, you have to be the one to decide. You know, if leaving the cart feels good to you in the middle of the parking lot because you're like ensuring job security for that kid that has to go pick him up, well, that's that's awesome. That's why you have to decide, not me. So I'm just giving examples from my life. You have to create the examples from your own life and. I think you should also look at all these other religious traditions that have been around for thousands of years, or in some cases less, and you have to read them yourself. You have to like dive into them yourself in order to differentiate the shit from the Shinola. So apparently in Baldism, we say shit and dick a lot, or at least I do. And so I'm just going to throw a fuck in there so that I can say that I did a good F-bomb today too. All right, Delta Rat, what the hell are we going to do? Did you try uh, stepping down off the stage and stepping back up? It might be worthwhile to give it a shot. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to move you to the audience. Okay. And I'm going to invite you back up to speak. So you've been invited back up to speak. Whether it works or not, I don't know. If we can't get you speaking, we might make this just a short Sunday sesh. Now, the thing that I want to talk to you guys about the next time we have a Sunday sesh is I want to talk about the Holy Bible, the Bidgeable, the Bald Jesus Bible Living Edition, and why when I put it together initially, I included the chapters and sections that I included. Because, honestly... Our holy book could could essentially just be the holidays and don't be a dick along with the suggestions, which I like the suggestions, but I wanted it to be more than that. I wanted people to be able to dig through it and to take some ideas. So I took all the things that in my life have like rang with meaning and I created sections for those. And 
I tried to do it along blocks and, you know, we'll talk about that the next time, but I do want to walk you guys through it and show you why I included some things. And, you know, some of those things came from the council of IAEA too. And I, you know, we debated back and forth about what to include and what not to include last year at the council of IAEA. And there was a lot of stuff that got taken out, which I think was a positive move because people were like, nope, I don't vibe with that. That doesn't work. And there was some stuff that got put in, which I think is great because, you know, that's what the Bidgeable is about is supposed to be. It's a living edition. It's supposed to grow every year at the Council of IAEA. The Bidgeable is supposed to grow, change, and be made into something else based on the people who have it, based on the people who consider themselves baldists. And again, you don't have to be bald to be a baldist. All you got to do is... Hmm. Yeah, I see you speaking. Okay, I'm going to drop down off the stage, and maybe that'll change things. I think I can hear you now. Hey, what's cracking? <laughs> hey, right on. Let me uh, start the recording again, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, I, I hear that. Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> I try. Yeah, as soon as I turn the headphones on, I can't hear you. You're you're like muted. All right. So how's how's it going, dude? Good, good. Messing around. <laughs> yeah, you still buy Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, I do it about once a week. I buy $5 worth, and, you know, on strike. And then every now and then I'll send it to my wallet. That's such a smart way to do it. What I, the problem, you know, like learning everything, cause you have to learn everything basically from YouTube. And... People are from all over the world, so there's different rules, regs, and like for me, I, I don't know if everyone here uses VPNs. Do they just do stuff on the down low and hide it? Do they, is it, if it's on a decentralized, you don't report it, and if it's on a centralized, you do. How do you get away from, you know, there's just so many different questions that you just can't ask or because there's no right or wrong way, but of course there's definitely a cheaper or more efficient way. Well, you can ask those questions here, but keep in mind this is recorded and it's the internet. No, exactly. So, yeah. Well, and that's kind of, you know, and there's a lot of people, you know, are extremely private and want nothing to do with, you know. So my understanding is that there's really only just a couple ways to do that. The first is mm. you're an OG and you managed to buy before everything was KYC'd in the U.S. Uh, the mm. second way is to buy person-to-person -person from one of those OGs, and you have to find them. I don't particularly know who any of those people are, but yeah. if you can find those people and buy person-to-person, -person, then you could have a new wallet, you could hand them cash, and, you know, 
you're off the record, so to speak. But mm-hmm. that might bring problems later on. Yeah. But isn't most, and I'm not worried, like Bitcoin to me is that ultimate kind of technology. It is hopefully going to be here for the long haul, at least 10, 15 years, 20 years. And, you know, but it's not, of course, the most technological per se, you know, or although, efficient. Although it's yeah. getting better, you know, with things like lightning and, you know, all the, all yeah. the changes that they're making. So. Mm-hmm. so it's, I'm not worried about hiding the money. You know, it's just a getting it from a to B, you know, and Bitcoin's not the, you're going to get a hundred X, a 10 X a unless you're we're extremely lucky it's more just a hey if i could you know it's for me the safest way to make more than i would anywhere else right <laughs> yeah that's, I that's would, the hard however, part yeah but like pepe when that was popping how do you eat that was all before exchanges were doing it. So where in the hell and how are people doing it? And are you getting caught holding shit you shouldn't be holding? Um, I don't really know. I bought Pepe on the Genesis exchange. Actually, wait, I used Uniswap for my first Pepe purchase. Yeah. So, but that takes you in order to get it. So you got to get something at, whether it's USD or something at Genesis and send it to a Uniswap wallet and convert shit and swap it. And that's what that is, right? Yeah, exactly. And and for me personally, I think because of, you know, I've mingled all my wallets and everything else. I don't have any secret wallets. Um, so there's there's no keeping stuff secret. At some point, you know, I just figure the IRS is going to see everything, so I better make my best efforts, and that's all yeah. I can really do. When I don't make thousands of trades, you know, so I've actually now I don't even trade because it's just been, the last two years have been a downhill freaking ride. Yeah, but I kind of feel the same. Back. Also, I just resent being taxed on every you know change. Like yeah. I hate the fact that I can't change from Ethereum to Pepe without that being a taxable event. Yeah. Yeah. You've never created, you know, turned it back into an American dollar, a usable taxable dollar. So why should it be taxed? Yeah. Yep. But now are you like trading, trading, or are you just buy and then wait six months, two months and then sell? Yeah. I'm not a trader. I don't like those taxable events. Mm -hmm. I just, as a matter of fact, I rarely buy anything except JPEGs at this point. And I, I don't even buy a lot of those. Most of them are free that I get. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of money to be made at it. I mean, I th- and I think that the the thing is just transacting on chain in small ways. I find that to be so beneficial in so many ways, and it has been from the beginning. You know, whether it's just using Arbitrum to collect a free NFT or 
you know, creating something on scent or collecting something on scent. You never know what the benefits are going to be moving forward. Are you hearing this terrible echo from me? No, it's not too bad. Oh, it's, it's making it really hard for me to talk. It's just enough delay that I feel like I have to talk slower. It reminds me when I was in high school, we used to say you could tell when someone was stoned because they always would hang on to their vowels. Very true. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have a a bejible yet, Delta Rat? I is I one that's like another thing. <laughs> My freaking because there's of course no instructions. Your MetaMask wallet on my phone's different. The the same ETH is in the same, but NFTs show up on some, some they don't. It's freaking weird. You know, there's just no rhyme or reason for some of the shit. Well, the Bajibal's easy. I'll send you an an IM or not an IMDB, but uh, Internet Archive link. That way, it's just a PDF, and you can check it out without having to be connected to anything. Don't have to yeah. use it with a wallet or anything. Well, that's, you know, I like the idea of wallets. I just wish I'm not, like you say, you like transacting on chain and stuff. To me, it's the few times I've tried to do stuff, I'm like, I just don't want to buy and trade junk. You know, I'll go around getting free stuff and learning that way. But I don't want to pay money just to hopefully someday get a reward. Yeah, I think that's a that's a losing strategy for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've never gotten into the farming. You know, there's a lot of people who do it. They they buy and they sell and they buy things to farm and they but to me that feels like a losing strategy unless unless you know it's something that's going to be awesome, you know, which everything that I've that I've intentionally tried to do that with hasn't worked the stuff that i've just like used because it was cool sometimes that's uh-huh. paid out you know ens names were pretty great you know i'm glad i got an ens name for sure because i got some ens uh optimism arbitrum you know these are all because i had reasons to use those chains and i used them none of them were by intent the same with blur mm-hmm. and um what's the other one um uh, there was another exchange. I don't remember the name of it. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to drop you the link to the IPFS of the Bajibal. Okay. Yeah, so that's permanent forever, at least until version 2 comes out. But it'll still be there as version 1. I don't know what I just did. Something just disappeared. 
In real life or on the internet? <laughs> no, I saw you typing something up top and I clicked on something and it just disappeared. Whatever you typed in. Okay, I put it in the chat. Let's see. Oh, fuck. Where's the chat on this stupid Tell you what, I'll drop it in the general chat. I'll find it someday. <laughs> it's okay. We can never have too many copies of the Bajible floating around. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's I use don't be a dick all the time. It's just a easy way. I'm like, that's the only thing. Yeah. I do it makes too. it easy. And I've always, I'm like, okay, well, how does when someone else is being a dick, how do you solve this with, you know, out being a dick? And then I'm like, you know, thinking. And it came to me, you know, it's, and I was talking to William, my old or youngest son, last night. I was like, you know, they always tell us. I'm like, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. I'm like, okay. But they also tell us two negatives equal a positive. So apparently two wrongs do equal a right. And two rights equals an airplane. <laughs> exactly. But I'm like, okay, well, so if someone's being a dick and you're equal another dick, then that's a positive. So hopefully you... <laughs> It doesn't work like that. That's why one of the suggestions that I put in there, and I feel like this has been really helpful to me, is, okay, another way to say don't be a dick is don't do bad things, things that you know are bad. So yeah. the second part of that is help other people stop doing bad things. And then the third, actually the second part is do good things. And then help other people stop doing bad things and start doing good things. So essentially, the only way to respond to dick behavior is to counterintuitively not be a dick. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully you'll get the opportunity to help that person to not be a dick. Maybe, maybe by the enjoyment that you have in life they'll be like man what's your secret how do you have such a good life how are you so happy in the face of problems and all this and well it's well you say that and that is why i always tell people you know, of course i'm an atheist and you know and i'm like instead of trying to legislate all your rule your, your religious rules and shit on me how about you just acting so fucking brilliantly that your light shines so brightly that I question, I'm like, what makes you different? And then I want to follow you instead of you trying to force it upon me. And I just see that you're a hypocritical twit. That's it. They're all hip or not all of them, but there's so many hypocritical twits. As for me, I'm a dick mm -hmm. frequently. I mean, you know me yeah. in real life. I fuck up. I like, you know, and, and I think it's important to acknowledge that like, Hey, try not to be a dick, but also when you are a dick, acknowledge it, forgive yourself and work to not be a dick in the future. 
That's all we can do. Another one I like is, you know, I'm not trying to be right. I just want to be more correct. Perfect. Great wisdom. Yeah, it's it. it, I so my you know meaning I I'll change my fucking mind at any minute (laughs) or my views because yeah it should be more correct. You know, I don't have a freaking flag posted in anything. (laughs) You know, it it cracks me up. I love the fact that you're you're like such a good baldest. And you don't see, I don't see, I see see people that are atheists or agnostic and they're like, oh no, no, no. I don't want anything to do with the religion. I don't, you don't have to fucking believe, (laughs) you know, we don't have a, a, a God floating in the sky, playing a harp on a cloud. Like there's no believing necessary. It's just, it's just have fun, recognize that there's this, you know, imaginary fabricated whatever you want to say person bald jesus that has a simple rule that can make your life better with that to me when you know it's a made-up thing and you're you know you make up something that works for you and that is wholes and more you're not trying to take something from the past and wedge it you know and whoa that didn't mean this and or this means that and and i'm like because then you're justifying and you're and you're going along with traditional bullshit that you really shouldn't because we've you well we haven't evolved although we should i think we've evolved maybe not in the best ways but we're growing. My first, I don't think we've evolved mentally in 2000 years. You know, we become smarter in the fact of technology, you know, but technology is passing us and we haven't evolved to understand what technology can be actually used for instead of, you know, we use it for war and for greed. Like technology can be used to, to solve all those problems, you know, that man cannot do because he's a greedy bastard. You just put a fun idea in my head. It's a crazy idea, but okay. So we're being passed up, right? AI is going to take over from where we live off and man's going to be left behind. All the paper is going to disappear. The internet will gradually disappear. And what will be left is the stuff that's on blockchain, like, the bejible. And so the AI religion of the future could very well be baldism because it's yeah. the first and it's well-established and there's no getting rid of it. It's permanent. <laughs> <laughs> they're going back to the archives. <laughs> yeah. They're like the digital they're archives. They're like, okay, uh, we see all this other stuff, but this one seems really well-established. So, the future yeah. AI baldest overlords. Well, that's why I'm voting for president this year <laughs> or next year. AI. <laughs> I'm freaking AI. Oh yeah. I like as it. As soon as everyone starts, as soon as everyone starts was, uh, all the political shit, I, I don't get a lot of on above. Facebook, but once it starts, I am, you know, I'm all about AI for president. <laughs> 
gotta love those libertarians. <laughs> yeah. I was Gary Johnson in 2016. I've, I, yeah, I've always had to make my stance. I know libertarianism doesn't work completely. Yeah, it doesn't work. I know it's a flawed view, but it's a step on the outside. Yeah. It gives people have freedom in a box. on right. both sides. You know, if you, you know, like this new libertarianism is not you know, libertarianism, socialist, freaking religious yeah. nationalism. Wanting, yeah, it's yeah. Well, people should be able, you know. Yeah, really. As long as they're not doing it to you. Well, mine is also the liberalism within that. It's who cares what people do in their house or you know, or out in public. It's exactly it. You should, you know, my my oldest, you know, because he went through an Andrew Tate phase, and you know, and, I, you know, and all I could bounce off, you know. And then the Trump, a little Trumpy, it was like, dude, I'm just, you know, don't be a dick. I'm like, what does it matter if kids well, are or flopping it, Delta, around? Right? But it's, you're not being a dick matter? and you're helping other people to realize How that does it affect you? their lives will be me. better if they're not dicks too. And you're doing it Man. in the most yeah. amazing way, like as a parent and super admirable. Love it. Yeah. It seems likely, yeah. but even if that happens, but we can still choose not to be dead. This freaking country's going to fucking you know? fall apart. And I think, I think that's, <laughs> that's the whole point. You have a choice, and your choice in any given moment is to not be a dick. You're probably going to be happier. They're all being dicks, dude. They're such dicks. The Russians are yeah. dicks. The Israelis are dicks. The Palestinians. To me, this is not the people in the hospitals, the but the guys that the, like Hamas. Those guys are dicks. Yeah. Our Congress is dicks. There's it's so many strange. people just being dicks. <laughs> Greedy fucks. Greed is a dick move. Yeah. Greedy fucks. Yeah, because everyone's they're making money off this bitch, and that's what's disgusting. But I like the kids here you know, talking here. You know, I like to meet the kids. It's saying, a good critique. Wait, you want to send money over there? You know, to a country that's getting free medical yet you don't want to give it to. War oh, is yeah. for dicks. <laughs> you know, if they can afford free medical so for their Buddhism you know, has a lot to say about they that. Be able to and buy their own freaking. I think war my material. favorite thing that the Buddha said was um, it was about hate, and it was that yep, hate has never been solved with hate. The only thing that's ever solved hate is love. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's not easy, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, education and is I'm, an act of love. You know, it should when be. I just say love, I am more leaning towards education. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, and love to me, if we, if we. If people were educated, we and we'd have more social opportunity, you know, economic opportunity for these pe- for people, and people wouldn't necessarily turn. It's all about to people looking outside themselves for the answers. And if we educate people about the fact. That it, yeah, all the animals already exist to survive there, and or get ahead. Suddenly, it's a better world. I mean, really, people know when they're being dicks. They do. They, it doesn't matter. They know. And if they don't know, then they need to maybe be told. But they, I, I'm pretty convinced that they know. What they need to be told is that it's okay to listen to that voice inside yourself that says, "I'm being a dick, and that's not okay." That's the voice we need to listen to. But we have a, right now we have a side that, you know, and I agree with some of the policy stuff, but we have a side that, believes that being a dick is okay it's i can't do anything (laughs) about any of those people i can't do you know all i can do is the christian side running around with fg put this message out and hope that (laughs) someone hears it who also puts it out and reaches someone else i mean no that's what has to happen we have to be like the kindling in a fire we're not gonna. We're not gonna be able to light the big oak log with a match. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. What's it to me? Like within because of the like. Bitcoin, the blockchain, and that we have so we can take the "don't be a dick" and apply it with the technology and with you know as answers to problems, you know, voting issues, and yeah, like I say, if for instance, voting on the as a blockchain, now people can't bitch that. People voted wrong, or you know, it's a hundred percent freaking provable pretty much instantly. You know, I've done for the last few months, you know, and I think I mentioned it on here about three months ago, or so, yeah, I'm trying to do like a little white paper on a blockchain political party, 
and you know, trying to write, you know, and, and then I got stuffed in because I hit that roadblock is where, you know, it's the amount of money some people have, they could feasibly corrupt anything. You know, if I could stake all my entire wealth and there's other people, you're a billion, a millionaire, hell a billionaire, you know, with a couple billion could stake a couple billion dollars and another person could influence them, you know, offer them 10 billion. So it's hard, yeah, but I'm kind of thinking, you know, if people's, you know, as a solution, because people like their fame, and if, you know, fame, money, yeah, power, I, if that kind of power, is taken away, solution for then they make, you know, no I, matter I don't. I mean, I, I money, respect your, your endeavor to build this political party. They wouldn't Maybe be corruptible. that's the way to do it. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean... Okay, in the Bajaible, Vitalik block, which is chapter four, um, yeah. verse 11 is like, humanity is fundamentally a social species, but with the confusing ability to act both socially in accordance with instinct and also independently and against instinctual behavior. And that's what we have to show people. We have to show people that you don't have to act with instinct. You don't have to follow the herd. You can choose not to be a dick, even when everyone else is choosing to be one. You know, you're choosing to build a political party. I chose to build a, a, a living philosophy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, and I'm not looking for you. I am looking, like, in this, why I'm you and kind of involved or why I like this is because of you're involved, A, in the philosophy, in philosophy, in blockchain, in crypto, and yeah. So it's a easier learning platform for me to access people, you, with questions. You know, things that I don't know about. Because it's a long, you know, it's like I said, I've sit in this, it's been two, three months. I write a little. Well, I like and to think. Stop and I question. And I like to think wander, there's a lot of answers just, in, the, yeah, in the bidgeable. Trying to and find by out the way, answers. I called yeah, it the bidgeable forever. And then someone <laughs> who had a copy, I was talking with them and they were like, oh, I love the bidgeable. I'm bored to me. And I was like, I think I like that. <laughs> I like that pronunciation better. What do you, what do you prefer? Yeah. Bidgeable or bajible? <laughs> it's a win it's a win for everyone so chapter 5 is called the Marley block I think I think you'd find some stuff in there that's interesting it talks about self-obsession exploitation domination yeah. um, and, and how those things can be overcome yeah I don't have the answers by the way and this is all stuff that other people have come with and some of it I've put into effect in myself some of it I want to and some of it came from other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
hard to do. Make it clean but slate or clean up some of the bullshit down yeah. to the people, people that actually you. Leaning towards helping people again. So that has to be it. And you're doing that with your sons already, but you got to do that with, you know, friends, neighbors, co-workers. That's, that's where you have influence. You have no chance of affecting yeah. the political system or the war in Gaza or the war in Ukraine, any of that stuff, unless you're, you're already in that position of power. You have no chance of changing a billionaire's mind, but maybe someone that knows someone that knows someone yeah. that knows someone that you know, maybe they do. So you got to work that chain as far as I can see. But I like that you're doing it. I do think a better world is possible. And I love that you're working to make it. Yeah. Yeah, to me it's just... When that's... To me, it's just learning. Yeah, because it's research. I go a little this way because it's a little politics. It's a little blockchain. It's a little... You know, investigating on what you can do with bills, what you can't do, how they go process. Yeah. So to me, it's just a, for my personal, it's a, just a huge learning experience. And to, you know, see more where we. So, what's the greatest piece of parties are personal the same party wisdom you've ever learned? Yeah. Two sides of the same coin. Everything is made up, so you might as well make up it in your mind. Yeah, perception to is reality. work to your benefit. It's hard to do, but <laughs> yeah. I think that's a pretty good place for us to wrap up. That's that's a good piece of wisdom for people to think about, bring into their lives. How you make things up? Thanks. All right, brother. I'll see you in the metaverse or online. Awesome, dude. Enjoy.